Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian Seed, and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, my wingman is back. It's Nick. I hate life, Gantner. How's it going? Uh, actually, I'm loving life right now. Yeah, yeah, you're a kept man. You're doing good. You're doing real good. I can't complain. <laughs> uh, so uh, you got to miss out on the uh, wonderful Quest 64 action um, uh, due to your uh, move. So lucky you. And uh, how'd that go for you? Did everything work out great? Um, yeah, there was uh, a couple damaged items during the move, but that happens apparently. It's never happened before, but apparently it happens. So whatever. Is is uh, is that what they told you that that it just happens? Yeah, things are liable to break during a move. I was like. Uh, yeah, I've moved like five times in the last like six years. That's not like whatever. Wow. What? What a cunt fart. It is what it is. And uh, so how's it, how are they else gone? Everything else been great? Uh, except the job market, I guess. The the what? Job market. Oh, so no luck on the job front, huh? Uh, not yet. Oh, that's that's some suckage, but uh, I'm still holding out for something like in my career field that's actually legit, as opposed to like fifteen dollar an hour shit. Yeah, is available, and I'm like, I didn't really get a degree for fifteen dollars an hour, so yeah. The only issue is like a lot of these places are like, oh, well, we really would prefer to have somebody more experienced. Sorry, uh, check back again in a year or two when you've got some experience, and I'm like. How much does uh, he get experience? You know, it's the whole the whole thing. Yeah, the is, whole fucking Ouroboros. Um, it, I mean, is there a way for you to prove, like, to to build a portfolio of work outside of, um, like a job? Like, because for instance, like if I was in software development, I could build a portfolio of work to demonstrate I have experience. I mean, is that? I'm assuming it's possible. The only issue is that my degree is mainly for automation, and that would involve me getting a bunch of spare parts than building random ass shit yeah uh, well i mean then... you can you can i mean i mean could you i mean could you like something simple or low-key like like a raspberry pi project like i mean not like but i mean do something outside of the standard kind of thing like i'm i'm talking like a bunch of low-key kind of stuff maybe i don't know well one of the places i'm 
Volume 4 used a lot of, like, I don't want to say proprietary, but, like, shit that's mainly, it's specialized, specialized, like, software yeah. for the particular things, and you have to really, like, you have to have a PLC, you have to either have a microcontroller or whatever, and then you need the actual, uh, like, software for that, and then you have to, like, actually program it and show that you've programmed it. Yeah. So, like, my senior project was with a PLC, and I did all the coding for that and the logic and all that, whatever, and uh, got an A, so it's not too bad at it. Um, but I guess it's just one of those things where, um, like it's, I guess it's hard to get in, but once you're in and you have like a year or two under your belt, you can pretty much go anywhere you want. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I hope, I hope you get in, but outside of that, like I would, I would do something like a, like a, like make a free, like web page blog kind of thing and like try and do, I mean, I'm sure like you don't have to do anything super high end, but like a lot of proof of concept kind of stuff, like I'm sure would because God knows they probably are not going to go deep dive into each of the things you put up, but you know, a simple like diagram or flow chart kind of thing. And then like proof of concept, even, even like, I think like even like some stuff in like AutoCAD, like probably would, would, would help you out maybe. Yeah. Like I did AutoCAD in high school. So I mean like just do some technical drawings of like, you know, what you would build. And like maybe do some small scale. I don't know, just just stuff to just to show them, you know, that you're not an idiot. I, I think it's legit because I went to ECPI, and that is not like I guess shitting on the ECPI, but um, for my senior project, the guy, the people were like, pretty much, uh, you have five weeks to find something to do, and I'm like, okay, and they posted a link to like an actual legit university website where they had stuff from their students that were that were posted like actual projects they did like one dude did these uh like stilts that were like hydraulic mm-hmm. or something like that and like so this is a student doing the the uh, drawings doing all this kind of stuff now keep in mind there are legit electric like uh, uh, mechanical engineers and electrical engineers and whatever have you and i am not yeah. um so uh also keep in mind that they have uh, let's say three months to do a project and I only had five weeks. So when this is happening, I'm like thinking to myself, are they expecting me to build hydraulic stilts? Like, I don't have to fuck. Cause uh, they're like, yeah, you have to pretty much buy everything yourself and do it, do that yourself. And I'm like, uh, yeah, how about no, I've already paid so much money to come to this fucking place. I'm not shilling money out of my pocket to make a fucking project. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's, got what five gotta, weeks. that's what you got to do though. I mean, that's kind of, uh, no, I didn't because I'm like, this is bullshit. Uh, is there anything that's unfinished that people can get to that I can finish? And they're like, well, somebody was trying to do this like liquid um, sensor thing where they have liquid in two containers and you transfer them back and forth depending on stuff. I'm like, I'll do that. I'll finish that up. And I did. I didn't have to fucking spend a penny. Well, I'm talking like, like I'm, I'm telling you. Like, like in real life. Yeah, like build a portfolio. Like again, you don't have to. You might get lucky and get in, you know, um, without it. But well, I mean, you. That's probably... what I was kind of saying though, about like not being a legit engineer. Yeah. Like I don't. I would not any anything any place I work because I'm a technologist. I would not be expected to actually be drafting designs. Like I, that I, is not. But if I mean, you can... unfortunately, yeah, I know what you mean though. Like if I do it, it, it can't hurt. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like high scale. I'm not telling you to build electronic stilts, but I mean like a Raspberry Pi is super cheap, and you could probably get 
um, like light sensors, really cheap servos. I mean, you can make a simple like, you know, like a mouse bot, but not with like a pre-kit or you could probably, I mean, you can build like, you can put together and assemble like 3D printers for less than two, three hundred dollars like assembling outside parts together and that's just that's just coming up with a with a plan and buying the outsourced off-brand parts and putting together at home like i mean stuff like that as long as you document it uh you can you can always put that up like on a blog or something and use it as proof of concept kind of stuff yeah that's true i mean it's just an idea just an idea so uh uh, you have any thoughts on Quest sixty four before we move away from that? Like, uh, did you did you play any of it before you realized you weren't going to make the review, or or, or just you just kind of lucked out on that one? Oh, I own it. I've beaten it. Uh, it's a fucking shitty game. It is. It's a terrible game. I think. Uh, like, both... it's stupid. It's fuck. Like, if I remember correctly, like I didn't listen to the show, so I don't know what y'all have discussed. But if I remember correctly, it's impossible to max all the magic because there's not enough of the things. So you have to pretty uh, yeah. much invest in one, uh, like spell tier and they all happen to suck except for one i think maybe earth is you 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 pretty much go for two you go for earth and water um you go for water because there are no items so you need something to heal yourself up and uh earth because after you get to anti-magic shell the game's basically easy mode just anti-magic shell every three rounds and you're good Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, no, I think me, uh, I think everything got ones across the board. I might have given it a two in music. Oh wow! But yeah, me and Kuja both gave ones across the board. Um, it, 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 I don't remember the graphics being that bad. It, but see, here's the thing, right? Like, if you look at it, and I think I said this in the review. I don't know if I gave it a like. A lot of the NPCs are really fucked up and dysmorphic, and while it does have that uh, that N64 look to it um something's not right like if you look at like you put mario 64 in your in your n64 and you look at it and you go okay this looks 64 you can put yourself in the place in time and look at it and say this kind of looks cool for what it is right then you put in quest 64 and while it's using this same technology something's wrong it's not as polished like there's a lot of clipping. Like I don't know if they tried to like do like meshes instead of like uh, like hard uh, color on uh, on directly on the wireframe, or they tried to do something different. But it's it just isn't right. Like there's a lot of like weird weird clipping. It just doesn't look as as polished. It's, it's just something's off. So yeah. It just it's not good. It it, it, it got trashed on. And I, I imagine it would have. And I think I think our, our, our summary was it's 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 bad in a way that's not even interesting to talk about. Unlike not like good bad, just fucking straight up shit. It's just boring. It's uninteresting. Like, I mean, because while we can both agree Monster Seed's straight up shit, at least it's interesting to talk about. Quest sixty four is not. Um I think the analogy I used on the show was I said uh, like making fun of a game like Brain Lord or picking on a game like Brain or, or picking on a game like Star Tropics feels like you're making fr- uh, fun of like a smart friend that did something dumb, while making fun of Quest sixty four feels like you're kicking sand on the kid with Down syndrome. So yeah, that's basically that's basically how that worked out. So um yeah no um so what we got here is some questions from Discord. I kind of asked everybody uh 
you know, if there's some stuff that they'd like us to talk about, and we got a bunch of things here, so um, we will we'll just kind of go through these and take some time um, discussing them, and you know, it's just kind of what we're gonna do here. It's kind of kind of chill kind of thing, um, hopefully. So, well, I'm drinking, so. Uh, you know, I almost did, but it's just, it's not, it's, it's, I gotta, it's just no. Um, all right, so, uh, first up, we have some questions from Josh here. Uh, he said, what is your least favorite, uh, most hated, most underrated, and most beloved game? So he akins it to, like, if you had to choose a game to marry, a game to fuck, and a game to kill, what would those games be? Unless he means to do a whole section on marry, fuck, kill. Well, he didn't give us what to marry, fuck, kill. So I was, I was assuming we tied into the previous. Yeah, but then we'd also don't have options unless you know. Well, I mean, that's what I meant. Like, if we marry, fuck, kill, like, what, what are we marry, fuck, killing? Like, any games? I don't know. Like, uh, you have to kill any game, fuck any game, and marry like any game. Heroine protagonists. Heroes, like, are we doing like which know. villains will be Mary Fuck Kill? Like, that's really weird. So, let's just take the first question verbatim and just answer it. Um, what is your least favorite um, game that you've ever played? You can be RPG or non RPG. Um, I'd say probably Two Worlds, 
which we I was talking about on Discord earlier. No, what's what's uh, you want? So why? Uh, so it's much? like this. Uh, it's kind of like a open world RPG, but not really. Okay. Um, it was made for the 360. It somehow got a sequel, um, and it's just probably the worst RPG I've ever played in my life. Wow. Uh, the graphics and animations are janky as fuck. Um, from what I remember, the combat is really just bare bones as shit. Uh, like, and not even like fun because I've played bare bone games that are they managed to do it in a fun way. Okay. Uh, this is just like t- almost taxing on the soul trying to play it because the controls aren't great. Uh, they're not even good. The plot itself is horrible. Um, the AI for NPCs and uh, enemies and shit uh, is pretty ass. Um, there's like a skill tree thing, I remember. Like, it sucks. Uh, you can like learn magic whenever you want or something like that. And like, it's not, it doesn't really bother me about that, like, that much about it not being realistic, but it's like, there's no. Like there's no like going from weaker to stronger. You could just kind of like spec into like the strongest spell or something like that. Um, I remember the plot being really bad. The voice acting was atrocious. Um, they tacked on some multiplayer thing too, uh, so you could like build your character and go in and do multiplayer. But that was not good. You can never act. Um. Yeah. All right. uh, just not a not a very good game at all. Uh, my least favorite, uh, I just had to, if anybody hold me, heard me moving my chair, I was, cause I have it back here on the shelf behind me. Um, I've played maybe two and a half, three hours of it. I could be wrong, but the game put me to sleep twice when I bought it and tried to play it. Um, and when a video game puts you to sleep, it's bad. It's just not, it's, you're not in for a good time. And that was Unlimited Saga. Um, I don't know if you've played that one. Uh, yeah, and I've played all the Saga Frontier games. All right. Was, I mean, because I don't know if it gets any better, but I think it was it was an hour's worth of dialogue or something right off the bat, and I just it put me to sleep like three times trying to play the thing. So, um, who knows? Um, yeah, it's not the best Saga game, so you probably would have been better off with Saga Frontier Two, which I think is the best one in my opinion. The first think, one's not too bad. Um, I think it was on clearance is why I bought it. Like it was just like a, oh yeah, yeah, for five bucks. Yeah, yeah like a, the game's not good. Yeah. They did a sequel, though, I think. Fuck. Uh, that was much better. Okay, okay. If you ever feel like getting back into the Saga games. And well, PS- it's not that I have a... I'm not, I'm not holding a grudge against the franchise. It's just that it, it, when I think about my least favorite game experience to play, it, it's just like if I limit it to RPGs and not just some something stupid off the wall, you know, um, indie title that I picked up and was disappointed in, um, yeah, I, I just have to go with that, I guess, because, you know, I tried playing it and it put me to sleep, so. That's the one where when you get into, like, the dungeon or whatever, it's kind of like a grid-based thing, you move from grid to grid to grid? I, I think so. It's been a long time, man. Like, okay. it's been a long time. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, next up, he says most hated. Now, I would say, like, we just did least favorite, but I would say most hated is probably the one that evoked, like, the most, uh, visceral response from you i would say like like just rage inducing um 
it's probably going to have to be some game where the control the control scheme is just fucking ass, and no matter what you're trying to do, it can't like it's not responding well. Okay. Um. Like, I don't really foster much hatred for games, so this is kind of a... Like, I'm not going to be able to pull something from my the back of my head that's like, oh, we have this fucking game. I remember this. I hated it so much. Um, well, I'll point to one... All right, so I'll even go as far as, like, the one moment, the one moment so far in this show that made me the angriest. All right? Is that and Brain Lord? It's not Brain Lord. It's actually really early on... Um, it, I can't remember if it's Yeez 1 or Yeez 2, but where the final boss, where you've, you've actually have to step. Oh, you have to have the, the armor and shit, right? Well, you have to step back. Like, you get better armor in that dungeon, and then you have to go back to the previous tier of dungeon in order to survive the encounter. Is that 1 or 2? That is 1, because you have to go back from, uh, like, I think it's like flame enchanted gear you get there, and you have to go back to the silver stuff. Yes, that's it. And I, I just got so enraged because I just kept fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And I was just getting madder and madder and madder. And I was going to break a controller. And then, like, I'm like, I just, I have to look it up. I have to look it up. And then I looked it up. And I was just, like, the, the, the fact that I, when I discovered it, I was like, that is the stupidest fucking thing. And it just got so mad. I had to walk away. I had to walk away from it. Like, it was bad. Um. I don't think I brought it to the show the same level that I did with Brain Lord, but I was, I was fuming. I was hot, so that's it's not my most hated game. It's probably the moment that I got the most mad. Number two might be uh, a Final Fantasy game for for veterans and first timers. That might be number two. <laughs> oh my god! You hated it that much? Uh, it made me mad. Like it just was like it was like you cocky son of a bitch. You 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 already think this game is better than I'm gonna think it is. You son of a bitch. Um, so it was fine. It's fine. I, I'm just poking fun. I'm just poking that bear. I'm just poking that bear. So what I'm gonna do. Um, well, we we know the one game we can't say is the most hated of all time is Final Fantasy X. <laughs> um, the uh. All right, so this actually this next one actually ties into a question down there, so we'll wait till we get down there. But then the last one is most beloved game. That's really difficult. Um, because like I love series more than I love like the individual game, especially when the series kind of tie together, like Suikoden. Yeah. Um, but my, probably I would say my most beloved game is Valkyrie Profile. Yeah, Even though it's fair. not, it's not my number one RPG. It is probably because it's got well, this fucking amazing fa- mix. Favorite and best are two different things. I think we've established so far. Like, yeah, something can be bet better, but something can like if it holds a super special place for you, then then yeah, no, totally. And if Valkyrie Profiles, and I think we all know mine seven, then right? Because I mean, I will say that there are probably RPGs out there better than it, but you know. That's like the well, you, we said it on the year one recap. Yeah. Uh, so we can choose arguably. I guess it depends on your stance, but it may be better than Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. I would also, depending on your stance, say Final Fantasy Tactics better than no, Final and I I agree with you. Um, depending on what type of gameplays you like, and it's just, it, it, you know, it's 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 one of those things where like, I turn on, if I put it into a PlayStation and it loads up, it's just like the nostalgia hits me so hard, like it makes my skin tingle. It is like. 
So and it, that happens to me every time. Like a, do a PS one thing, and it's oh, like, it's like <laughs> Sony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, so, uh, it's there are a couple titles that do that to me, and most of them are actually PS one titles. Um, so the but the only one I think that's not that emote like like the intro elicits like a emotional response like that way nostalgia wise would be the Sonic Sega intro where it's like Sega like every time I'm like oh yes time for some action um, okay but uh, so we'll skip the Mary fuck kill because we don't really understand what we're doing there um, sorry Josh sorry Josh I, we just if you had given us three options then we would we would discuss. Um, what game would you like to live in? So what game world would you like to live in? And uh, I would like to go ahead and say, like, RPG game worlds would fucking suck to live in. Like, you step foot out of town, and there's just a monster there to fuck you up the anus. So, um... And it's statistically unlikely that you are the chosen hero that can actually take on anybody. Yeah, so, well, let's say, let's say in this question, we are not heroes. Like, we are average Joe Schmoes. What world um, would you like to live in? See, I'm going to, uh, like, cheat a little bit. Okay. Uh, or at least I'll ask you your opinion on this. What about um, a game world where the only characters are actual like player characters that's i mean that's fine i mean you can take it like an MMO. oh i see i mean that's fair go for it because i mean because then you'd have uh all kinds of capabilities to actually defend yourself get better or whatever yeah like actually like have a a non-mundane life i suppose yeah that's i mean that's i mean that's okay uh like because like my favorite like uh like favorite games to play when you're, if you're not the hero character, then you're more likely dead. Yeah, that's, that's uh, like you don't. Uh, so I don't know. Like, are there? I guess I, that uh, brings up a good kind of question. Are there any game worlds that have like just a normal kind of peaceful thing happening, and you don't really like? I guess a lot of like the like... state of the world, but it's not so much that the world is being like on the verge of the fucking apocalypse where everybody like town's um, burning down, people are dying, monsters are everywhere. Probably most of your like Western-ish RPGs, like Assassin's Creed type titles. Then you've got like uh, like uh, like a lot of the Japanese um, like just like social-ish RPGs. Probably, you know. Oh, it's Persona crap. Yeah, like stuff like that. Um, uh, I mean, Star Wars, really. I mean, because you got a few Star Wars RPGs. Um, oh, yeah. The, you know, they have, you know, I mean, they're still there's stuff, but it's not like you know Final Fantasy where you walk right out of the town walls and you're instantly getting butt fucked. Um, especially in some of those later zones. How does anybody ever live there? Kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, I guess you could technically separate that as just like gameplay over story, and kind of just take the world as it is, um, into consideration as well. I suppose because I, I, I mean, I guess the, the frequency of monster attacks can't be that bad if there are still villages and towns about. Yeah, yeah a town a town wall full of ding dongs isn't going to save you from three marauding level sixty monsters. Like that's just not going to happen. Um, so, I mean, it, it, you can, you can reason that away for this question. So, I mean, what, what, then what game aesthetically, um, would you like to, to live in? 
probably some futuristic game. Like, I this is a really difficult question because like a lot of the games have a very similar like aesthetic. If it's a medieval type of game, you know what you're expecting. Like almost every one of them have like castles, yet towns kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Then you got like a like a western style game is more. Like medieval generally then you got the like jrpgs yeah, but, uh, are more like western ones are always oh you talking about western i thought you're talking about like the genre western and i was like but uh, yeah western genre games are always so dystopic and sad <laughs> like, yeah that's absolutely not the place i'd like to live no uh fuck like, i don't even know i you know i would probably have to go with any um i mean i'd probably have to go the opposite like, I don't know if I'd do sci-fi. Like, that's... The, I mean, I'm sure that'd be cool um, to an extent. Like, uh, any sort of sci-fi game where, you know, there's these weird conveniences that you haven't thought of. Like, the ability to, like, you know, just generate food out of a thing. Like, in Star Trek or all these sorts of things. But I, as a common theme, like, there, there are times where I just wish, like, I could travel in time... And spend time like alone in nature without like because what really sucks like you go on like a like a ten mile hike and you still find like trash right and like it, it's just not the same as like I would like to imagine like being able just to walk out into the wilderness stake claim to some little area of land and that's that's just me tax collector might come by once in a while and ask for like a gold piece but I'm just out there and I'm doing my thing. Like, I don't have to show up. I don't have to go work in an office. I don't have to do anything like that. I have to go out and fucking plant plants, kill shit to eat, and fucking do my thing. Like, that to me would be awesome. I I, I could do that 100% without thinking about it. Like, I could give up modern conveniences in a heartbeat if I really, like, if I, if I reached a breaking point, I'm going to be the hermit that's living in a state park in a tunnel somewhere. Like, that's just going to be me. Like, so, um, you know. That's just where I, where I would choose, like, any sort of okay. really cool. Like, so that's, like, I would probably pick, like, I mean, since Magic the Gathering has games, so a lot of the planes in Magic the Gathering look totally awesome, like, get floating islands and shit in the sky. Like, anything that's picturesque and cool, I'd be cool with. You know, really, I'm not too picky. Um, okay. I'm revising my answer a little bit, and I'm going to pick... Uh, like, like, there's probably a game somewhere where the, everybody has, is capable of magic, and uh, I'd rather be there because, presumably, uh, being able to do magically do whatever the hell you want would be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It all works. All right. Uh, so, what game could you see yourself being the hero in? Um, I would make a shitty like, hero. So, uh, or are they asking like, like if like, who, I which think, protagonist can we replace? I guess like, uh, and I guess maybe still save the world. You know, like like which storyline in which game could you transplant yourself into a leading role and still feel like you might get the job done? I guess I don't really know because like I would be a shitty hero. Fantasy, I think the easy answer is Final Fantasy X because really Titus is just there and everybody else saves the world. But that would like, suck. I would I would hate to be like no, that would just suck. It would, but I'm like it's probably the only one I can really think of where if you were the protagonist, you have a good shot. Like unless we all get we get all the plot armor and everything that they get, mm -hmm. then 
I think a lot of games would actually work okay because especially games with silent protagonists like Golden Sun. If we if we are able to use synergy, then yeah, Isaac doesn't talk, and it's just like a matter of oh, let's go to the next lighthouse, solve a puzzle here, go to the next lighthouse there, solve a puzzle there, try not to die on the way. Seems pretty feasible. No, that's legit. I just, I don't know. Like, I just think I'd be a shitty protagonist, <laughs> like, just in general, um, even with a lot of the, the plot armor and sort of silent protagonists sort of being carried by other forces of the story. I just don't think that would work for me. I'm just not, I'm just not leading man material, Nick. I don't think that would work. Um, You'd get fed up with your party members and like snap them in their sleep or some shit. Yeah, I would. I would. I'd be the party member that just like kills somebody right out. Just like, all right, if this ends this whole thing, let's just go kill him. Like, because there's so many storylines yeah. where it's like, we can't let everybody die. I'm like, well, sure, sure you can. That's fine. No, I just thought of it. Like, you'd be the motherfucker who's like, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't adventure with this motherfucker because he's the most retarded person I've ever heard in my life. Uh, like, how did you arrive at that conclusion? Like, I don't, I'm not really understanding this. Uh, like you legit think that's the proper path to take. Uh, I don't fucking get it, but okay. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, can you please just stop following us? Because obviously we don't need your help anymore. And so like, you'd be like at the end of the game, one man party, they got the boss would be like, what the fuck's everybody at? You're like, they're all fucking stupid. Like I can't, like, I'm just doing this by myself. Like whatever. Oh, it's so true. I think everyone's retarded. I'm the worst. I'm a terrible person. I mean, it's fine. That's why I think I'd be a terrible protagonist, because everyone else is stupid. Um, all right. So then we got some questions from Spokes. Welcome to Discord, Spokes, by the way. Um, nice kitty avatar. I like it. All right. Uh, most are... Uh, we needed some pussy in there. That's... Uh, well, you were there. Okay, some more pussy. I don't know, Sean. It's it was too much sausage. It's, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, so uh, a hated RPG that you love. So something that the the populace frowns upon, um, and you like. Uh. Fuck. I don't know. I have to like look look up user reviews for um or something I, like that. I I'll go. I'll say that mine's Final Fantasy XII because just in general, like I I think the meta score on it isn't bad, but just in general, like from the community, you hear a lot of a lot of hate for FF twelve, and uh, I really enjoy it. Like I, I I honestly think it's a solid game. Um, it's better than it deserves credit for. Or it's better than people give it credit for is the correct way to say that, Brent. You're a jackass. They understood your meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's just one. Like I, I, I would also say, um, oh man, I guess you could say like, like I don't, I haven't. It's been a while since I looked at the Metacritic on Digimon World Three, but I think Digimon World Three is really good. It's a really fun game. Um, uh, you know. I don't know, like. Fuck, I, I guess I'm gonna say Beyond the Beyond because I actually like that game. And that's that's I mean that's probably a fair fair thing because I don't think that one reviews very well. And I think we both liked uh, Final Fantasy Legend, and that's that gets like I think that the meta score on that's super low. 
for a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah. So. I think I like Beyond the Beyond because uh, Motoyz Sakuraba, my favorite composer, composed yeah. it, and then it's, it's also Camelot who developed it, who also did Golden Sun. So uh, and, um, there was a oh, shit man. What was it? God dang it! Oh, Paladin's Quest. I think we both really liked Paladin's Quest, and I think that's just a title that's overlooked. It's not necessarily hated, but it's just like, you know, generic SNES RPG, and they just move on over it, and I think we both like that pretty good. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Shit, I was trying to think of a game that we played that we both liked that these reviews, like, people didn't like it. I think we had the opposite problem, where we hated games that people loved. That 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 happens more often, so um, that's that's the next question. Beloved RPG that you hate. Fuck, what was that one? Son of a bitch, we played one. Everybody fucking loved it. It's Star Tropics, but that's not an RPG. Uh, uh, you, so we've played it. All right. Um, uh, is it Arcanum? No, because I fucking hated that. Well, it, but is it beloved by others? Is what I'm saying. This is like a game that oh, other people yeah. like that we hate. Apparently, apparently uh, fucking people love that game. Glenn loves it. Uh, like it reviews really well. But I just not for me. Um, beloved RPG that you hate, like there's some that I think um don't hold up, you know, uh, as far as story wise, and uh, I'm not, I don't, I really, I'm not in the mood to get the the real hate bombs on it. But you know, guys, I don't think that uh, Final Fantasy IV holds up. Now, some people would know it as two on the SNES, like the story is kind of garbage. Um. The gameplay is still okay. Um, I don't hate it. Like I, it, I, I just think it's an average, like middle of the road Final Fantasy. Like people regard it as like the second best Final Fantasy of all time, and I, I honestly don't think it holds up um, to that light. Uh, just quit being a spoony bard, Brent. Oh fuck off with the spoony bard. Uh, yeah, but I would actually agree with you on that. It's like because I'm really struggling to think of a, a game that people love. Like I maybe got like two hours in a Final Fantasy IV. I just it's not for me. Well, I, my problem with it is like throughout the game, like they ch- keep trying to have these like important like story moments, right? And they do, and it's a big deal for RPGs of the time because people really didn't really tell stories this way. Um, so in its time, it, it was important in that way um, because the people keep sacrificing themselves so the hero can continue with the quest and achieve the grand goal. But at the end, they all come back. Like they, they're like, haha, we're not dead. We're going to help you now. Like at the final push. And to me that cheapens each of the moments previous where it's like, Oh, well, none of this really mattered. None of this. I'm going to do it for so-and-so that sacrificed themselves for the greater good. All that's meaningless now because you weren't actually dead. You know what I'm saying? Like how that's kind of shitty. Yeah, I agree with that. So I, I don't know. Um, so there's that uh, beloved RPG that I hate. I I, I mean, I, I think Skyrim's super fun. I don't think it's as awesome as people say it is. Um, again, like the word hate is so strong. Like there's not enough games that I hate hate. And, like, when I speak negatively, people are just like, oh, he hates it. And I'm like, no, I don't hate it. I just don't think it's, you know, the fucking jizz on toast, all right? Like, I don't think it's that great. Um, I can agree with you. Like, like, there's no game that I really hate. Like, I can strongly dislike them. But, like, I feel like hate was reserved for, like, the dude that, 
like takes your wife and then uh like uh carjacks her and throws her in the back seat and then rapes her like that's uh like, i don't really feel that way about any games like they're the games suck maybe i just like myself for spending money on a piece of crap yeah. but I, I can't actively hate something that is an object yeah it's a, i just don't it's have that in me yeah i mean they're like and to me like uh there are games that I've hated playing, but I don't necessarily think I hate the game. Like, I think they're two distinct sort of things to me because I like, while I'll be like, oh, I hated having to do that. I won't necessarily go. Well, I'll the first to say, you know, it's just not for me. Like it could, like I'll very well say it could be a me problem when it comes to a game. Like I'm either not understanding it and I'm not playing it right, or it wasn't made for me and that's acceptable. I mean, so it's just hard for me to, to hate a game. Um, but there are def- there are plenty of games that I think don't aren't as good as people say they are, um, for sure. Uh, that's a lot of games. I could say you could argue that almost every game is not as good as people say they are. Uh, I mean, there's a few that I think live up to the hype sometimes for me. You know, where you get really excited to play it and. Um, there, and that's one of the things well, I look for. The problem for. is it's all subjective though, because yeah, you can love it. It is. And I, I honestly think that I'm, I'm afraid when we start playing, delving into like PS1 era stuff and, uh, like a lot of these games that I'm super excited to play that I didn't really get, maybe get to beat, but I got to play, um, and remember really liking, like just aren't going to hold up. Like I'm afraid like we're going to reach this wall at some point of, and just something's just not good. It's going to crumble. And my whole my whole life is just gonna be meaningless. I doubt it, but I mean it's possible. <laughs> um, so that's beloved RPGs we hate. Um, Blaine said he's an interesting question. Uh, favorite moment on the show so far? Uh, I don't know. Not much happens on the show. We just talk. I mean that's true. Um. I guess favorite moments around the show, I would say. Um, I'd say going to Oklahoma City, even though it was kind of a bust. It was nice meeting everybody. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I would say like uh, the first, like some of our first interactions with Blaine were super cool um, because just out of nowhere, I'm listening to one of his shows and uh, he's like, yeah, uh, I've been on vacation. I listened to this new episode called The RPG Show. They're great. You guys should go check them out. Like, I'm driving down, like, the road. I'm like, holy shit. That just fucking happened. And uh, that was super cool. Um, and, uh... See, that, that, that gives you a kind of an unfair advantage. Because uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. Um, that's just for me. That, you know, and then, um, you know, I don't know. We've had a lot of really cool um, reviews and really awesome conversations. Like, you know, um, so, I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite, um, but yeah, like, uh, it would all be community stuff, honestly. Like the first time we got this, you know, talk with so-and-so or, or what have you, I think are all, um, really cool moments. Um, I think what, uh, they also fail to understand is that you and I talk fairly regularly. So yeah. doing the podcast is less like a, a thing. It's more like an extension of a conversation we would normally have. Yeah. And, and honestly, um, there's a lot of times we, we have to try really hard not to like unload everything that we want to say on the show in like an actual conversation. 
Like, I think that's happened more than once. We're like, no, 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 we got to save it for the show or else we're just going to discuss it all out here and the show is going to be a bust. Um, so, um, you know, that that's a thing. Uh, you know, I wish I wish uh, like like just general discussion sort of podcasts were easier to break into because I think and I also wish I had more time in my life. That's that's also a thing. I wish I had way more time in my life. There's many more things I'd like to do, but. You can pull a pull a Nick and just uh, quit your job. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't get a new one. Yeah, there's there's there are a few factors there that are missing in my life that don't quite make that work uh, for me the same way it works for you. Uh, it's not it's not really working, but it's a thing I'm dealing with. Um, so whatever. Next one's a pretty interesting question from Lane as well. Um, one thing that otherwise ruined a great game for you. Like you're having fun and then a thing happens and you're kind of turned off from the rest of the experience. Okay. Um, I think for you, it'd be that, uh, yeast thing, right? Yeah. I think the yeast experience would probably be the best example of that. Um, it's probably, um, yeah, it's probably the best example. I could probably, if I thought real hard on it, come up with something else. But probably the first time I fell through a platform in Brain Lord, I basically called it quits. But I was already kind of on the edge on that one. Um, uh, for me, I would say playing Chrono Cross for the first time, and like after replaying it again, I'm remembering that I actually did like the game. Um, it's just that whole perfectionist thing that I've got going on. Yeah where I have to have everything and being restricted from character collection. But, uh, and I guess we'll talk really about it. It turns me off. I know. And we'll talk about that on the review. I'm sure it's, it's going to buy it's still, I'm sure it still bothers you, but to me, like a, a, at least a couple of those, um, not all of them, I won't say all of them, but at least one or two of them feel justified in the way the stories play out on each side of the decision. Um, a couple of them don't make any sense why you're fucking can no longer get so-and-so because you did a thing like that. I mean, unless you want to talk about coincidence and the game is kind of themed about these crossing, but whatever. We'll talk about that on that show. Um, so that's, um, yeah, that, that works. And then, um, he says why, uh, big girls are better in bed. More pressure for the cushion. It's not that difficult. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like you know, perpetual motion device. Like, cause once you get it going, man, it's it's really, really kind of all downhill from there. Um, and I would also say, depending on the girl you get, may have been uh, without some action for a while. Oh. Maybe more readily into it, more yeah, pliable, well, able to do different things. Yeah, no. but not maybe not physically able to do different things, oh, yeah. but you know, more open to. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Other eccentricities. What he's saying is a big girl is more likely to put your dick in her mouth. That's 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 just where we're going with that. I mean, that's that's the truth. Um, I guess, but you got to also make sure that she's washed herself pretty regularly because that's that that's also a thing. In the cooter and uh, yeah, that's a yeah, a lot of sweat, a lot of uh, particulate matter. You got to make sure they clean that good. Um, also, positive thing though, if you check the fat rolls, may find some uh, food she missed from earlier in the day. Have a mid-sex snack. Or, you know, a quarter rolls out and you feel like you're being tipped for your services. Bonus, bonus. Um, <laughs> 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 we 
we're sick bastards. You know that? Um, uh, I I think that's why uh, we got a one star review. That's probably true. Um, uh, there's also a thing about the time I killed a homeless man. There is the time I I I I did leave a gun in the possession of a a man in hospice, but that's a different story entirely. Um, and uh, how the show you're not liable for that. I'm not. Um, how the show has changed my life or our lives. Has it changed your life at all, Nick? Uh, yeah, it took a, a lot of valuable private time out of my life when I had very little of it. <laughs> um, so that made me relish the opportunities I had to not be playing games for the show even more. There you now go. Now that I have plenty of free time, uh, doesn't really matter to me that much. The correct answer, Nick, is you've you've made lots of friends. You've made lots of friends. In air quotes, internet friends. I thought that was uh, established earlier when I uh, said the true, most uh, valuable thing uh, whatever was meeting everybody in Oklahoma City. That's true. That's true. Uh, I guess for me, it, um, it has changed. Uh, I mean, it's given me an excuse to play more video games, right? Because like, in a time in my life in which there are other responsibilities that are pressing, I can always say, I got to do a review. I need an hour of me time to, to play whatever game I got to play. Um, so it's it's and it and it's a catharsis. So I mean, it's probably helped me not murder people, um, and also has made me wish I don't put commitments on as many things as I do because I have so many things going on at one time. So, um, but other than that, yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's cool. Um, it has, it's also, I guess, given me a chance to play some games I otherwise would not have. Yeah, yeah, which has been pretty nice. Now, like. I've have played like I would say more than half of the games we've reviewed already. So the the it's kind of like a a lovely surprise, especially when you get to something like Paladin's Quest, where I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be shit. And I'm like, fuck, this game's actually not half bad. Yeah. Um and it, that goes more so for me, um, because I haven't played nearly as many as you have. Uh and I kind of before this show had the problem of uh, I would want to do a thing or play a new game and I would get, you know, kind of a third of the way into it and be distracted by something else. So this has helped me beat games that I otherwise wouldn't. Like, outside of this show, I don't think I would have completed very many Breath of Fire games. Like, I probably would have played them about halfway and got distracted by something else. Not for the lack of enjoying the game, but simply because, you know, some, there was something else I wanted to play. Um, and this has sort of put a... Uh, a regimented sort of way to clear out that catalog of um, old RPGs that I, I really want to play. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. He complimented you on beating space adventure. Cause they were talking about that shit. Um, what is the biggest letdown story wise in a game so far? And this is from Menthian, by the way, glad to see you uh, back. Menth. Yeah, it's been too long. Um, is he? I wonder if he is asking about the games we reviewed or games in yeah, general. So, so far, so far for the show, I guess is okay. Makes sense. Uh, biggest letdown in story. Yeah, like, uh, like I guess, yeah, just biggest letdown story wise in a game so far. Yeah. Hmm. I'd probably. Um. 
I'd probably it's either got to be uh, Fire Emblem Fates or Final Fantasy Fifteen. Um, because of both their franchises that I have high expectations from, and both these iterations were kind of disappointments, um, story wise. Um, and the world building they did for 15 was actually really cool. Like, there's a lot of ideas they had there that kind of had me pumped as far as at least hoping for a good story. And then they did some really weird, awkward things in there that kind of, um, made it fall apart. Um, specific especially towards the end there um so i'll just go with that see i i would agree with you on 15 but i knew going into it that it was going to be fucking trash yeah so i really wasn't disappointed when it was trash i was disappointed playing it being like this could have been so much more than it is because it's not complete it's not a complete game yeah um Fuck, like, I can't say Fates, though, because... No, man, dividing that shit into three different games was stupid. And you know it was stupid. It was dumb, but it was three different, like, games, technically. Like, three different plots. Whatever. Like, I agree that it's dumb as shit. They probably should have just put it all into one cartridge. Yeah, but it doesn't... I'm not saying it's bad. It was just... It was a letdown. It, like, wasn't what you expect out of a Fire Emblem game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if we're talking about Letdown, that's definitely one. Uh, I don't know. I guess I would say fucking... Uh, I don't know, like maybe Diablo? Yeah, well, there's not a whole lot of story to the first Diablo at all so yeah i just know like i guess i felt more like the uh older stuff like had a lot to it and i played well, a little all, bit of diablo 2 it's all in diablo two. 3 2 is a much is a whole different animal one is like the core mechanic dungeon crawl like very little story very little anything two has a ton of world building in it so all the lore that has moved forward in like three all that comes from two gotcha yeah because like playing diablo one i was like oh man there's gonna be stuff being explained about all this kind of things and then it was just like oh there's monsters coming from the church go take care of it yeah. oh there's diablo oh okay yeah um so um that's fair um what game had you hype uh, had you hyped and you got fooled by uh and that's not a so far so that can be really anything um most recently i uh, man because it in ultimately I I ended up liking it, but the the uh, the God Wars game like you know I was I was way way I had higher expectations than what I got. Dude, I stopped playing. <laughs> I, it's not that bad. Like it's honestly not like. Um, no, it's not a bad game. I was just like it's the reviews I read was like oh man it's like Final Fantasy Tactics but better or whatever and then i'm playing it and i'm like this is nowhere near as good um my biggest problems were is that like totally devalue like physical characters just just don't even bother um like and uh because the 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 way experience and skill points are gained like magic characters are just better 
because they gain more and it, you don't actually have to do anything with the spell. As long as you cast it, you still get the full amount. So, yeah, they just end up out-leveling and out-skilling the, the melee characters real quick and in a hurry. And then um, the job system... Like, when you think of Final Fantasy Tactics, you think of, like, how you can intermingle. Like, you get a couple in this tree, and you get a couple in this tree, and you unlock this thing over here, and you kind of mix and match, like, across. This doesn't really have that. It's got, like, a, a, like a bottom tier, a second tier, and a third tier, all kind of in a straight line. There's no real, like, get five of these levels and three of these levels, and you get this thing. There might be two examples total in the entire game of that. Well, it's kind of like that, because you have to get, like, level five in the priest thing, and then level five in the magic mag- yes, thing, the, unlock the next thing. But that's but there's only one of those on each side, is what I'm saying. Well, I know, and then it's also unfortunate that they're separated into tiers, because I feel yeah. like in Final Fantasy Tactics, you could find a viable use for even yeah. the beginner job sets, Whereas in this yeah. one, it's like, why even bother having the DNA stuff yeah. equipped? Because it's yeah. all the skills suck compared to the later set. What also bothered me is having to level up the fucking skills. Like, it's not enough just to buy them, and then that's it. Um, you have to, like, put ten, level it up ten times to max it out. I don't mind that shit. so much, but it's one of the reasons that makes um, magic characters scale out of control is because you take, like, a simple, like, whatever their cheapest to earn spell is and you go straight to rank 10 you don't go down the branch you just go straight to rank 10 and then every time they use it they gain like 90 experience and 90 or 100 fucking skill points out of it because it's a rank and 10. it actually does decent damage against the enemy yeah and it's like okay that's great now my entire team is carried by mages fantastic yeah, I didn't really use much strategy when I was playing it, so I was like, Ugh. No, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it gets a it gets a little better as you go on. I want to finish it just to finish it, but I it like again hyped, let down. Fuck, I can't remember the last game I was really hyped for. Like I was like I bought this I, like I bought God of War, so I wasn't hyped for it. I was like, oh, it should be a pretty good strategy uh, RPG, but I'm like, eh. It takes a lot to make me buy a game when it comes out. And pay full retail for it. Is that's that takes a lot for me to do it. That's something you do more readily than I do. Yeah, you got a problem. So um, there's that. Um, I mean, maybe the new Zelda game. Because I mean, I bought the Switch for Brittany, but that didn't mean I wasn't excited to play a new Zelda game. But then I was like, yeah, I don't really like this. This kind of blows. It's not for me. But I wasn't really like hyped. Have- Eh, maybe a five out of ten on the hype scale for that. So, yeah, I have no interest in playing that. Uh-huh. I'm like, I feel like one of the only people on the planet that has no interest in playing Zelda. Oh, you probably could have used that as a beloved RPG that you hate up there. It's not. It's. Not, I do not classify it as Zelda it's, as an RPG. It's, it's. It's an RPG, man. Like it. It's an open world action game. I mean, it's it's more of an adventure game than it is RPG. But I would I would give it to it barely, barely. But I give it now. To you it. Give me a two D Zelda. And I will be all up on that shit. I have yet to play a 2D Zelda game. I fucking just like even disliked. Well, there you go. Uh, the 3D one's not for me. All right. Um. So I think that's all the uh, questions we had. Um. Yeah, it looks like that's everything we have. Uh, do you have anything you want to want to talk about, or are you good? I think I'm I'm pretty good. It's a little late around here, but 
not late for you. You you know you you you're awake from like eight p.m. to six well, a.m. and then sleep through the day like a vampire. Yeah. Now I've actually been getting up at like nine o'clock, even though I've been going to bed at like three in the morning because the cat wants breakfast. So. Wow. Whatever. But hey, more time for doing random shit. But I do have a a thing we could talk about for a little bit if you are open. Sure. I don't know if you are too well informed about it, but there is a current trend that's been, I mean, it's been going on for a little bit, but it's becoming more prolific lately with microtransactions and single player games. Yeah, that's some shit. Um, you know, all right. So I guess that's really just the discussion of microtransactions in general. Like, uh, and it, and I think that all relates to the, the retail price of the game. Now, if I'm paying full retail price for a game, you best fucking keep your microtransactions to your goddamn self, unless they are purely cosmetic. I have no problem with microtransactions for cosmetic things, but um, microtransactions on a full retail game for, um, like, power gains i have more of a problem with unless it's in unless it's something where like i pay 60 bucks for a game and then i pay two dollars to unlock god mode 
Like, that's okay. That's fine. Because that's not for, I mean, that's whatever. You're either going to cheat okay. or not cheat. So, just mainly um, cosmetics you're okay with? But yeah. what, uh, what if it was like, how do you feel about like loot boxes? Like gambling, I would call it. Um, the, all right. I can't it, understand it. Even if they're cosmetic, I abhor the practice completely. I'd rather you be upfront with the options and give people the opportunity to buy them if that's what they so choose to do. Um, all right. So, um, because otherwise, like, because I for, imagine for, for single player games, are we talking about multiplayer games? uh just in general i guess and that also depends like right so um the the loot box thing i don't have so much a problem with mostly because the only experience i have with it if it gives me something um that i already have like it's converted to a currency that i can then buy something that i want right so um it's only really a super huge problem when to me when there's like a metric ton of stuff that you can get and there's only like a handful of things that I want. But if they're all cosmetic, you know, that's yeah, I think there should also be an option maybe to pay like a like a slightly higher price to go and get directly what you want. Maybe would probably be like in addition to the gambling, right? Like uh like, cause then you make it a true gamble. Like, so let's say, let's say you have, uh, uh, a skin for a thing and, uh, it, it costs 22,000, uh, space points. Right. And, um, let's say a box costs you, you know, uh, $2, $3, $5, whatever it is. Um, and if you're accumulating space points by essentially dusting stuff out of the box, um, to get your space points, it costs 2,200, but you could say, go buy space points directly and if, or buy the skin directly at a, at a fixed price. Like, I think I'd be okay with that too, you know, like, so you run the risk, you can pay less and get the box and have a chance of getting it. Or pay the straight up amount to get the thing that you want predetermined, like because then it's actually gambling instead of instead of grinding. Because really, what loot boxes are now is is grinding, um, honestly. Because most of yeah. them, most of them, you can earn at a slower rate just by playing the game. In my experience, you could. Well, what happens when there's like limited? time shit you can't grind enough to um i mean the item that you want and then you have to resort to paying money to roll the dice to get the thing like you don't well, feel that's like predatory in, in nature it depends on if that is one time and one time only or if it's a seasonal event that comes back around because um i've seen a lot of them where people are like oh it's a one-time thing and they freak out but when in fact it's it's a seasonal thing it, it's going to come around next winter too and next fall too and next summer as well or whatever the thing is like if it's a one-time limited like fifth anniversary thing and it'll only ever happen in the fifth anniversary yeah that's kind of cheesy um but i can also understand if it is um like that's the only system they have in play right if that's the only reward method they have in play and they want to do this event 
Like you have to look at it from a business standpoint. Like, are you really going to spend development time to introduce a new system of purchasing these cosmetic rewards for one event that's non-repeatable? Um, while I might dislike it, uh, you know, I don't think it's a wise business choice to do it otherwise. My personal preference would be then to not do one-time events or make that event like last an extended period of time some way, you know, whatever it be. But if it reoccurs, like, you know, if I can't get it this spring, but it'll be back next spring, you know, that's, that's fine with me. See, I just like it all because, because let me, let me hold you up then. Let's say you're playing an MMO, right? You're playing an MMO and let's say there's a mount. It's a, it's a, it's a rare drop off a seasonal boss. You can only kill it once a day, right? For loot. And do, are you telling me you have a problem with that as well? No, because you're not paying for like you're not being. But you don't have to pay for what it, you can grind out the loot boxes without paying for anything. It's this. It's it's virtually the same. Well, there the difference is there's no incentive for me to have to pay extra money. Like with grinding out the loot boxes, they also they put the loot box there for the spice so like what the if, space what if, points or whatever. And then like they're like, but you can get it right now if you spend nine ninety nine to have a chance to roll the fucking dice and get the thing. Whereas in the MMO, like if I'm not only am I like actively doing something, uh like engaging myself in an activity, like I'm playing the game mm-hmm. and But you're uh, also playing hope, the game hope, and earning space points to gamble with. Like with the loot boxes. Okay, so what does this mob drop anything else, or is it just as rare amount that it can possibly drop? Uh, it, it, it can. It can, it can also. It, it can drop a Easter bunny mount, Easter Easter uh, hats, Easter eggs, um, all sorts of seasonal gobbledygook. Well, personally, I don't give a fuck about seasonal gobbledygook, so I probably wouldn't waste my time on fighting the boss anyway. Um, but like, you don't. Like you can't, I don't know. Like it's the fact that you are not being seduced to buy something. Like if that was a recurring well, seasonal event, you whatever. don't have to. Like, like the, I think the hang-up then is you don't have to buy it. Like you, like they're giving you, someone. I understand you don't, but like the problem lies in people that don't have willpower. Like me, most people aren't like you and I. You're like, oh well, I can, I'll just play the game and then hope to get it. If I don't get it, no so big deal. You think Some it's people, predatory to prey on people that have expendable income because then well, you should have a problem people, with like lots of corporate America choices. <laughs> well, I, I I do, but the problem is, uh, like, we're, if we're gonna frame this as gambling, uh, like actual gambling is regulated, where as but devs can do whatever the fuck they not, want. But it's not gambling per se. It's you're throwing money at a chance to get a reward. Well, then, then buying Magic Bat Gathering booster packs is gambling. Is that gambling, Nick? It, it is because it fucking sucks when you you're sitting at a goddamn draft table <laughs> and your pull is fucking shit, and this motherfucker is like, "Oh man, this is a hundred dollar value fucking rare right here. Anybody uh want to trade for like I'll, I'll cash it out right now?" Like it's like, "Fuck you, cunt!" Like, um, yeah, like I hate. As a, as a system, I hate like gacha systems. I hate loot boxes. I hate anything random. I would, if I were to play a game, I would prefer like a deck building game where everything is in there, and then the actual 
skill comes from developing the best strategy to actually win the game, as opposed to hoping to have enough money or be lucky enough to get an item that or, or a card in, in, in this instance that will uh, further propel your chances of actually beating other people. Like fundamentally, trading card games are pay to win because the more money you throw into it, the more likely you are to get better shit. Or you can just buy whatever somebody else pulled off of them. All right, so let me ask it. you this question: Do you have more problem with trading card games or with loot boxes? I have equal problem. Equal problem, even though. Well, no, it depends. Depends. I might have more problem with loot box games if, if and only if you cannot trade items. If you cannot trade items and you're stuck with whatever the fuck you get. But they're That's cosmetic. They're, they're, they don't affect your ability to play the game. Whereas a trading card game, it fully affects your ability to play the trading card game. It does. Uh, but that makes the cosmetic stuff worse to me because... Because it's, it, it's, they it's offer pointless? No function. It's pointless. They offer no function. Then why do you care if people are spending money on it? Like you're not spending because money on it, then it's not. Pre- it's preying on. It's 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 for those people that feel the need. I want to be, I want to be gold pattern today. Like let those fuck nuts spend all the money they want. Like we're still gonna show up and kill them when when we're we're matte black painted. I mean, well, let's say like this just twelve year old kid gets like a PSN point card and they go on instead of like buying a game that they actually might enjoy. Well, then they that roll. kid learned a lesson. That kid learned a lesson about gambling. I'm, I would rather maybe him... not. If they have a, if they have, if they're predicated, if their personality is predicated to, or I guess not predicated, but uh, predetermined to be predisposed to, to predisposed. There you go yeah. to be uh, a victim to uh, like gambling type behavior. They're not going to learn from it. They're going to be like, there's going to be that thing in their heart or whatever that's like, oh fuck, that sucked. If I have more money, I might be able to get it again or like try to get it again. And then they beg people like it's not a positive thing. They're going to get they're going to. All right. So if that person is predisposed, they're going to find that outlet no matter what it is. Like in my experience, if you are the kind of person that's predisposed to just throw money because you need all the little things they're going to find the thing that they beg their parents for, whether it be they they just they just scream and scream and scream until they get their twelfth fucking fidget spinner, even though that fad is already two days dead. Like it's they're going to find the thing that they 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 need to continuously. It, it doesn't matter if it's the little the little uh, the little action figure uh, one inch tall action figures that you get at the checkout line that's randomized in a box. They're going to find the thing that they need to funnel all that shit in to regardless like that is going to be that pie the volume of that pie does not change like this is just a different slice of it like those people are going to find that outlet fair enough then in the frame of video games i guess i would rather have dev spend dev time adding something functional beneficial to the game as opposed to cosmetic crap it's probably that my biggest issue. I can agree with. I can 100% get behind you on I would rather them, instead of spending um, development time trying to develop ways to to put in microtransactions, the problem is that's that's how companies have to make their money these days. And uh, Dude, if people weren't making money making games, they would not be making games anymore. Like saying micro, people need microtransactions to make enough money. I'm not to saying vote, they need. I'm not saying they need bullshit. to make. I'm not saying they need to make money that way. I'm not saying they have to. 
but I'm telling you, if that's the best way for them to make money, then I'm not going to fault them for trying to make money the best way possible. That is a business choice. They have employees to pay. And if they are going to do a better job making money by doing it through microtransactions, then my like my my hate does not go towards the company developing for it. My hate goes towards the people supporting it with their wallet. Okay? Like my hate goes towards the people that complain about a shitty game but also go drop $250 a week on a mobile title. Like that's the shit that that's where your hate should go because these people aren't speaking with their wallet. So I can't fault a shark for eating stupid fish, but I can fault the fish for being stupid. I mean, I see the logic in that, but somebody like somebody's got to stop somewhere, otherwise it's going to be perpetuated forever, th- and it's, it's the already... game itself is going to suffer. Like it's if devs keep putting the shit in there because people keep buying it up, then it's only going to get worse. And All there's right, never so... there's, there's there's like there's a there's the got to be a turning point where people and... are like, oh man, games suck now. Yeah. It's because it's just going to keep going, and and then it'll correct itself. It's 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 how entertainment mediums go. They they push hard in one trend as hard as they can until it it falls apart, and then something new arises from the phoenix ashes. All right, like that's just how shit will go. And it's 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 it has made its place in the gaming industry. And yes, it sucks. Fucking microtransactions are stupid. So are DLC. Like, it's the same problem I had with DLC. Like, give me a fucking complete game. Don't try and get me to buy 20 fucking other things after the game is completed. Whether you you, you that no, that's it's stupid. I will I I support expansions, not DLC. If like they finished the game the game was popular enough, people wanted more stuff, and they're like, all right, well, let's spend some dev time making additional content for the game that's substantial, or yes, maybe not see, but see substantial. Here, we're, but... we're back to the perpetuating a problem, right? Because then when they can release smaller updates to a core game, then I would rather than spend development time to make a good sequel to the game instead of spending five years putting out small or patches of dlc with additional content that are quote-unquote expansions big enough to be considered expansions but wait 10 years for a sequel and the sequel ends up being garbage because they promised it 10 years ago but then spent five years of development time making dlc instead of actually working on a on a sequel and then they have to complete the sequel in two years instead of actually fucking making a good game like the the argument's still there right so I, i i just don't know I think it's all it's 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 all gonna go whichever way it's gonna go, and it it all kind of is bullshit. And it when it but it, when it comes to microtransactions, I think um, that in multiplayer games, when it's purely cosmetic, it's not pay to win. I think it's harmless. I don't think um, that because all right. So let's our example is Overwatch, right? Overwatch has loot boxes. It's a multiplayer game. And that is a bot. There is no monthly subscription to that game. There's the upfront cost for the game. All right. And they're constantly releasing new, new playable heroes, which do not cost you extra money to buy. So, how does that game continue to make money other than the pure franchise of it and selling, you know, um, you know, rights to make toys or apparel or what have you? by selling these fucking loot boxes and that gives them time to add additional characters to the game, keep servers but, live. Dude, you just you just 
said you were against this argument. You would prefer them to not be making additional shit for the game. I you would agree. rather them make a sequel. I would. I would rather them make an Overwatch 2. But, like, that is where we're at. And if that is the, the world I have to live in, like, because honestly, the two of us sitting here arguing, being upset about it on the internet isn't going to change a fucking thing. Right? And I think that people should lead by examples like that. Like, I think there are more egregious, like, examples of that. So, like, let's say I paid fifty nine ninety nine for a game. And then every... It's like if we had to pay a price for League of Legends and then had to buy heroes. Like, because that shit exists. Shit out there exists like that. And that's the shit that's atrocious. Well, you do have to do that in League of Legends. You have to well, I mean, you play you play to buy heroes, but or you can buy them. But no, you still what have I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if you had to pay fifty nine ninety nine to own League of Legends, oh, okay, and then pay four ninety nine per hero, like because you you buy fifty nine ninety nine, you get the twelve heroes that the game launched with, and then every hero sub- subsequently you have to pay five ninety nine for whatever stupid thing it would be. That that would well, drive Capcom did that with I think Street Fighter versus Tekken, where they and, had like six characters. Well, they were wrong, and nobody bought the fucking game. And now, Capcom's going into the shitter. So, uh, and and we could be in the minority when we look at games and people are successful and they're okay with that. It and then that's just going to be the way it is. And I think, um, I again, I would rather them make a sequel. I would rather them make a whole new game, um, something else to play, something different. But when it's a multiplayer game, I think that maybe it's different and I don't think that belongs in a single player experience at all. Shouldn't be there. Okay. Like, uh, cause the main, the main reason I brought this all up is cause, uh, what's his face was saying he's going to start. Travis was saying he's going to start playing shadows of Mordor. And then the sequel, uh, apparently has single player microtransactions. So I'm See, like, that's, that's what, ridiculous. The, what the fuck is the point? That's ridiculous. That's 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 ridiculous, and uh, I mean, like single, like it even bothers me when I buy a single player game digitally, and then it's like you can pay two ninety nine to unlock the special doodad weapon, and it doesn't have any additional stats. It just makes it like look like the special doodad weapon. Like fuck you, fuck you and the ho- horse you rode in on. Like you should have just put that in the game. Like no, fuck you, no. Yeah, that single player experience. If it's not for me to show off to other players like that I'm, I'm currently uh, like playing against in, in whatever multiplayer game it is. Like if it's not for the, the, the online EP of it, then it's, then why that's just preying on people that need to have everything because I think I'm okay with someone that, that they have such an urge to have that EP and that they have all the, the skins and, and mounts and all that shit that person yeah fucking rake them for all they got because they're a jackass <laughs> so people that have money are okay to be exploited people that don't have money not okay to be exploited got it well people that don't have money uh probably can't get as exploited as easily because they ain't got money to give you and if they don't and they're giving it to you anyway then that's a lesson they need to learn just in general. Fair enough. I mean, I'm just... I'm... I agree with you on that. So, uh, I mean, microtransactions are such a fucking thing, man. Like, 
I've because they because it's been a they started for they've been a thing for a while now and I've just kind of like I think that's why I'm more on the reason the side of being okay with it even though like I agree that it's detrimental to the like the gaming industry as a whole like it's just the way it's gonna be and you have to find your lines as to what versions of it you're okay with and which versions you're not because I don't think it's going to go away in the same way that that people had a problem with the subscription model for MMOs, right? Like, that's not a model that's going to go away. Um, it's still going to be a small, fragmented portion of the gaming industry, even those, even ones that have gone free-to-play with microtransactions. Um, you know, there's still going to be some that are subscription-based model. Like, I think there's it's just the... It's going to be, a, it's the way you pay for your video gaming is just going to become increasingly fragmented until um, it either gives way or there becomes a new standard. I mean, that's just, you just got to kind of bend over, lube up, and take it. I mean, that's kind of why I'm not going to buy the Fall Mission 7 remake because you're spinning in the parts and it should just be one thing. I like um, it. Yeah. Um, that kind of depends on what they're doing. Um, I mean, I, I'm with you that it's stupid. Um, I don't know if it's because they're expanding stuff in there or it's a size development time thing. And it depends on the cost, right? Like if each one is like eighteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, that's different, right? Like if there's three parts, three installments, they're each nineteen ninety nine. Okay, got it. If each part's fifty nine ninety nine, fuck you. No, just no. You see, kind of the like. I guess it kind of depends on like what my overall investment in the game is going to be. Cause I'll, cause I'll do that in like, like, so let's say I, I download a free to play game and I like it. All right. And it's got microtransactions. I'm liking the game. I like how it's playing. I feel like I've made enough progress where if I invested enough time, like I could be successful without it being like pay to win. Then I will ask myself, how much is this game worth, right? Let's say I'm playing and I like it. Is this game worth 20 bucks? If it's worth 20 bucks, then I will buy 20 bucks in whatever the microtransaction is to support the developer of the game because I enjoyed playing the game. I would spend no more than that, whatever I, I think the retail value of the game would be otherwise. So that's just my, my methodology when I play free-to-play games. I do something similar. I just value my, uh, like, I try to value the amount of time I've put into the game uh, versus the amount yeah. of time, like, value I've got out of, like, 60 bucks for, like, a 12-hour game or something like that. I'm like, well, I've, so far, I've been playing this game for, let's say, 20 hours. It was, I've gotten this much fun out of it. I feel like I may play it for another X amount of time, uh, putting that into dollars. Like, I can justify to myself spending 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think we're in a similar places. It's just I've I, I I guess I've just come to terms with the death of what we love better than you have. <laughs> I do find though that as soon as I make a micro like micro transaction purchase, like maybe three or four days later, I'm like, "Fuck, I can't. I don't want to play this game anymore." I know I do this because it, it took it took the fun out of the game. Like it took yeah. the point out of the game. Yeah, it did. Which is where I think my biggest hatred of microtransactions comes from is that it feels like feels you're, you're 
Well, that and you're paying to skip parts of the game. Like yeah. instead of actually playing the game, you're paying to just skip it. And then like at that point, because you've skipped it, it's you, it lost whatever charm it had. And I'm like, fuck, this was just a big waste of time and a big waste of my money. Son of a motherfucking bitch. Yeah. And that's and that's sort of like why I avoid almost all the games nowadays that are the you know gather energy and resources sort of like mobile free to play shit. Like I just can't do it. I feel like that's ninety nine percent of the that's, mobile market. Yeah, it's 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 so much of it, and they all are the same thing. They are all the same thing. Oh my god, are they the same thing? Um, and they all make millions of dollars. They do. They do. They do. Because we always got to have something to do. So, I mean... Well, that's what we got to do, Brent. We got to work on a game. We just got to make it a mobile game. That's right. We got to have microtransactions. The RPG mobile game with, with microtransactions. That makes my nutsack hurt. Just saying <laughs> Just so you know. I would feel so terrible. Oh, shit. Well, it's like you said, though. If people got money and they want to spend it, fuck them. Yeah, but I know what we would put out would be legitimate garbage. Like, if the game's good, then, then you know, it's okay. I mean, like, I don't think microtransactions should be an excuse to put out a shitty game, and that's what people are doing. They're finding out ways to make a minimal amount of game that they can lure people into making money uh, making money off of, and I think those people are assholes. Those people that, that, are the truest of assholes. Like, for real, though, if we ever did get around to doing something like that, I would do my very best to hopefully have us both put as much game into it as possible, very minimal microtransactions, like, make it no energy. Like, if you want to buy money, whatever, fine. Buy costumes that don't give you any stats, fine, but make them kind of cheap, like maybe a dollar. Because, like, costumes that are on mobile games or whatever, like, they cost, like, ten bucks. That's so stupid. And then it's like, uh, yeah, your character gets about 100 health or some extra or whatever. It's like, what the fuck's the... Okay. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. No. I mean, it's just all the things that I would do if I had more time, Nick. More yeah, time. I, I understand. So, um, yeah. No, I think that'll do it for us, though, now that I've spent all my energy fussing about microtransactions. I'm sorry, Brian. That's okay. You, you, you had to you had to do it. You had to do what you had to do, man. You had to do it. You had to get some legit discourse going on. Yeah, no, that's that's one way to do it is bring up fucking microtransactions. Jesus Christ. Oh, that hurts me. All right. So, uh, I'll put all the outro stuff in, so I hope you have a wonderful night, man. We'll holler at, uh, we'll talk later. How's that sound? That sound good? Yeah, same. You too. I guess you're going to bed. So. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do? You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at the RPG podcast. And I think really that's it. Oh, no, it's not. You know, it'd be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome, 
Bye, everybody.